Welcome to Exploring Possibilities. I'm your host, Cheryl Sitz. I'm a holistic spiritual speaker and coach and the founder of Journey of Possibilities. And week after week, we have some really interesting guests and conversations on this show. So make sure you subscribe and you won't miss any. You can do that on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, or Google Play. And remember to rate us. That helps other people find the show so we can continue to grow. And we'll be back with the show in just a sec. Have you ever gone to a social media seminar and you have the online experts telling you, Get a blog, get a website, get on social media, all this other stuff. By the time you're done with that seminar, that online expert is very good at frying your brain. (laughs) The funny part is, you come back home, you get in front of the computer, and you're lost. Hi, I am Mario with Tech Life Balance. I see this all the time. You spend so much money and still don't know what is going on with your online presence. And you know, you probably don't need all of that. Let me go ahead and translate geek to english for you and show you what you really need because you don't need it all. You probably only need a few components. You have a great message out there and I would like to hear it and I definitely want to help you put it out there. I am Mario Rosales with techlifebalance.net. I produce this podcast because I love distributing messages. Let me help you distribute your message. Who are you? Why are you here? What wonders and opportunities await you beyond physical death? What happened millennia ago to create the damaged earth and fractured societies you see around you? Empowering, enlightening, internationally acclaimed, the Joseph Communications books offer answers to these questions. Spiritual, concise, contemporary, non-denominational, the communications originate from Joseph, a highly evolved discarnate spirit concerned for you and the future of the planet and its peoples. The words of Joseph and his soul group give you the power to bring light and change into your own life and the lives of others and to restore the earth. Available in paperback, ebook, and audiobook formats, the communications can be ordered today at www.thejosephcommunications.com and also from Amazon and other major booksellers. All proceeds are used for further publishing and advertising and to make the communications available worldwide. This summer, a former show guest, Eva Marquez, you might remember she came on and talked about Star Seeds and Lemuria and all of that, a really great show. She and I have been putting together a meditation for you. We want you to join us. We're celebrating 30 years with Harmonic Convergence 333. It's going to be a global meditation. And the purpose of this is to send out unconditional love and light to the world. We want everybody that can to meditate with us on August 11th at 111. And we'll be filling the crystals of the earth with light and unconditional love. You can learn more about it on Facebook or the internet at Harmonic Convergence 333. And then mark your calendars and and join us from wherever you are on August 11th or create your own event. We'd love to have you. Today's guest is Nicole Ashton. She's a mother, daughter, creator, and soul facilitator who has actually died and returned, conquering fears of the unknown and bringing back divine light to share the message of healing. She performs heart-centered healing with individuals, couples, and groups. Her spirit-guided cellular-level healing involves the mind, body, emotions, and soul. Nicole says that deep within the heart is a portal to your spirit, and she helps us access that. 
Her website is energyhealingbydesign.com. Welcome, Nicole. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Oh, it's, I'm so glad yeah. you're with us. It's been so fun getting to know you recently, and I'm just delighted to share you with our audience and your amazing story. I'm sure you hear that all the time, but it really is amazing. Yeah, it's I, I am so honored to share it. And each time to me, it's really brand new. And um, I struggled with that for a minute because <laughs> I would I would tell my story and then each time I would go to retell it, I would have a um, kind of a, a fear of forgetting it. And I had to sit with that and say, Nicole, it's your story. Why is this happening? Why do, why are you, <laughs> are, are you talking to these, you go in front of these people and you get nervous. And as I sat with that, I realized that why spirit has this kind of veil put back down on me each time is so each time I tell it, it's exciting and, and cause it's brand new to me too. And that's why when um, I tell the story, it's still um, so new and it still has that excitement. And so now I just sit with it and I let the spirit remember my story because each time that I, I, um, each year, I guess that goes past, the story becomes um, my past and I'm very aware that not to live there. Mm-hmm. And I think that's another reason why I get to I get to move move out of the amazing awakening I had, but yet stay in it and be present. And then when I share it, it's this 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 brand new like it just happened to me um, yesterday, and it 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 brings the innocence of it. And that's what I I um, have been guided to um, just trust, I guess, (laughs) trust and let it and let it flow. (laughs) I love that. Well, and there's something in that for all of us, because I think no matter what our story is, we can experience some of that if we continually share our story is like, okay, I want to keep it fresh and new and I don't want to live in that past. So that's beautiful that you shared that with us. Thank you. So you actually left us, you were, you were gone and came back. Yes. Um, so actually 10 years ago, um, it will be 10 years in August. And, um, it was around the 11th. So we, we can't remember the exact time, but it's, it was around the 11th. So that's interesting. You're doing your stuff on August 11th. Wow. Um, however, it will hit the 10 year mark that I, um, went into, got the um, opportunity to go into the white light and, um, and be there for 10 minutes. So I was, I was dead for 10 minutes. And, and remember that that's just, Amazing. Do you have you sat with why do I think this happened to me? Have you asked that? Why did I die and come back? Um, well, I was very aware when I was in the white light, and I'll share a little bit about that in a minute. But I was very aware that um, I had chosen this before I came, and I had chosen a path of um, compassion and um, enlightening people, and and staying in the in the purity of of the divine. And I've known that since a child, I did see, see angels when I was a child and my mom and family had uh, reminded me of the incidences or the, you know, the experiences that I have. And so I was aware of this path I had um, chosen before I came. However, I moved away from it and I started, um, I, life happened as all of our lives do. And I picked up alcohol. And so when I died, um, I knew the minute that I couldn't breathe, the second that, that the, these same two, these two angels came and got me, that I was be, going to be reminded why I'm here. Because through the alcohol of two years, 
I had forgotten. And so I knew it Im- immediately before I even, before I was even in the divinity of the, of the God creator light, whatever that looks like to you, it's love. It loves us dearly. Can I ask you just from a more 3D earthly perspective, what were the circumstances surrounding the cause of your death? So I went in for surgery. I had um, cancer removed, cancer cells removed, and I came home. And two years prior to this, I had picked up alcohol because of a divorce. I had all the excuses why I I fell into the alcoholism, but the fact is I did pick it up. And um, I went in for the surgery. I came home and I drank the amount I usually did. And the combination of the medicine, the drugs that they give you um, when you go into surgery and the um, alcohol had a reaction in my body and, and I stopped breathing. Wow. Take us through that. What was that experience? What do you remember of that experience? Well, um, I remember, I remember all of it. I remember my son, which was only 16 at the time. I remember watching him do his own thing. And I remember just sitting in the, in my chair and I breathed out and I couldn't breathe back in. And at this time I, I just, became very, very cold and my whole body just started freezing. And I knew I couldn't, I couldn't, I couldn't make any sounds or anything. So I just knew, I knew I was going and I'm like, I'm going to die. And I, all of a sudden these beautiful lights, um, which some people call them angels, some people call them lights. We all have our own scope of, of what, what that looks like. But these angels that I've seen since I was a child, um, two of them came in and got me and put me literally just put me in the white light. And as I'm in this white light, I got to observe the beauty of all that is. I got to go through the tears again. I got to go through the happiness again. And I got to, um, kind of observe and witness. And at this time I, I trusted it was all my lifetimes, not just this one. And, um, and as clients come to me now, I feel like that I like somehow why I'm able to, um, assist them on such a deep, intimate level is because I've literally even seen that, seen it in this light that I knew this was going to happen or I lived it. And that boundary is unsure to me, but I do know that there's that every client that steps in my space, I felt in that light. And as I'm seeing this past, present, and future now, and I'm and I'm and and at this time you don't try to analyze anything. You you can't. It's impossible because the white light is all information, love. It's this masculine, feminine love and light that just adores you, adores you, and and it's like, it's holding you in this loving space and saying this is the information that you're going to go back with because this is what your journey is and this is what you get to do. And here's this information and how are you going to um, accept it? How are you going to allow it? And that is when I got to choose. I was in full choice of, of this creator isn't judging me, is allowing me to see myself, observe myself and come back and do great things like that light does. And, and, and as I'm feeling this love and light, I get to now, um, start choosing and I get to see different, um, like 10 minutes is, is lifetimes. It seemed like, but I got to never see like a form of an angel, just not everything is no form, but, but different frequencies, lights, vibrations, 
just this energy that flows in a harmonious way around you. And at this time, I, I chose forgiveness. And I already knew I was created in compassion and love. So that's already me. That's already the, the I am I'm coming back as. And, and so as I cho- I'm choosing forgiveness and I just hear these words of unconditional love, relearn no religion and keep it simple. And you will do your work very, very um, harmoniously. And as I move back through through these these different expressions of self or different expressions of light, it was almost as if I could observe the universe in a, um, harmo- a, a harmonious pattern. And prior to this, I didn't ever learn, I hadn't learned about chakras or I hadn't learned about um, energy fields and I hadn't, I hadn't learned really much of anything um, when it comes to the, any holistic or any spiritual things I hadn't ever really learned anyway. So as I'm observing this out, this beauty that is, this harmonious universe, I'm moving back down and I recognize my body and um, my body is dead weight with water in it. And um, as I'm sitting there in, in observation of what am I, what am I supposed to do right now? My attention goes back up to that divinity, that white light that is, and that um, this message was moving through my soul, my spirit and saying, bring, bridge this light back into your body, right into that one. And I could see, I observed one cell and later on I found out they're biophotons, but one cell in the spleen area. And I'm like, all I knew is I dive into that cell and my body will wake up. And it did. And I could feel this flowering of life. And then I was outside of my body at this time. And then I saw the ambulance defibrillate me and I moved back into my body at that time. I can remember trying to share. I don't know the timelines on this and my mom and, and family can't really remember, but, but at this time I wanted to share, but it wasn't, I couldn't, I couldn't form words. I could speak, but I couldn't form words. I wasn't making sense. Um, I recognized I couldn't move. And so my body was responding. And so they would put me on more medicine. And then I, I, I noticed that my, my brain would shut down. And so I just went into a stillness, into a silence and asked, the creator to stay with me and show me how to do this purpose is like, like I shared, I saw my past, present and future. And I got to see what I'm doing now. And I got to get the, I, I got, I received instructions of the body and and instructions of, of, um, how to share the light, but I knew I couldn't do it in this body. That's not working. And so I stayed in a state of meditation, stillness, just observing. I, I I don't know the verbiage that we would use here on this earth, but for me, it was, it was, I did not want to leave that light until it showed me how to awaken my body. And so my personality was knocking on the door saying, hello, (laughs) (laughs) I'm not leaving you. So you until you show me how to do this, that's really, really the, that truth that had to come through is I had to have that, that really childlike personality saying, you know what, you put me back here <laughs> now, now let's, let's do this together while being silenced to, to my family, because they, I was hearing that I wasn't going to walk again. I was, I was hearing that all this stuff that I, I had done and how hard it was to take care of me. So as I stayed in silence, I was able to 
my they my family brought me down this um, laptop and I was learning um, just learning and it, I have a vast consciousness with um, not being able to speak therefore they th- was thinking that I that uh, the brain injury had um, shut me down um, and I wouldn't regain um, wouldn't regain the consciousness that I had before. However, I was in that state on purpose so that I wouldn't share. And so, um, I could, I could heal. And that about 12 months, am I talking a lot? (laughs) I'm not letting you talk. I'm sorry. I'm just, I'm just letting it all flow in. I'm just, you know, there's, there's questions that come up as, I mean, this is an incredible story. And, you know, I, some of the questions that came through as I was listening to you share your story were, so many people probably wouldn't want to come back. I mean, I've worked with a lot of people, including myself, who through uh, whatever processes or ceremonies have reached that beautiful state of higher consciousness. And coming back isn't always a popular choice. You know, (laughs) some people are like, hey, I really like it. Some people that work with plant medicine and different ceremonies like to stay in that state more often because the world is kind of messy right now. And so, you know, like, how did you go through that movement of you wanted to come back, correct? I did. I, I got to observe the um, growth that's here. And I also got to see what it would look like if I came back and if I didn't. And um, I also, I love this experience. I love the human so much. And anybody that that has interaction with me knows they feel it from their core. I love the human. No matter what what journey they're on, no matter where they're at, no matter if I'm in a recovery center or if I'm in the gel or if I'm in in the up on the mountains with the masters of of the Tao or in with the temples with the monks, I love them the same. And people feel that and they heal through that. And I, I that love that I could feel and I knew that it wouldn't be easy coming back. I knew that I knew I might not even make it back. And if I didn't, I didn't even know what was going to happen. But I trusted that if I could awaken my body and I could show my body how to heal or remind my body how to heal and I could stay in the divinity of light and the pureness of a child, that I can share that and that that would be become um, a ripple effect for people to heal. Therefore, Mother Earth will, well, you know, I got to see her suffering as well. When you're when you when you are an observer to all that is down here, you see that she's heavy. Yes. You know, and to be able to, to be able to now, it makes more sense to me now what I saw, but to be able to, to know that you can make a difference, just being just an, in this, this one person, you can be the miracle that people are praying for. And you, you trust in that so much, you're going to show up and, and it's going to work. No, it, it, it has to, it's a universal law. And so I, that's one law that I trust. So I knew this to bring this harmony into this body and do whatever it took to get it moving and then just trust that whatever I share is authentic to not relearn anything, not because it's right, wrong, or good or bad, because the as many people as that I do assist or that I hold space for assisting, I, um, I have no judgment because I, ha- I don't know what they're talking about most of the time. I don't know. I don't have the communication breakdown or the, the internal um, argument who's right or wrong. I just accept your words as that's, that's your lens. You see it. That's your lens that you see it through and the view that you got taught and that's okay. 
Absolutely. That's perfectly put. Yes. It, it, all that matters is that it's true to you, right? So that's your reality right now. And how can we work within, within that? Because that's what's real for you. Right. And then I learned there's 7 billion people, over 7 billion people. And then I kind of giggled inside. Like <laughs> we, we should, there's no way we all think this, the same thought anyways, because we right. have a different frequency. So, yes. so how the, the words that I came down with is, you know, relearn nothing except for, um, to share this love that, you know, so share what you know. And I have, and, and that's the one thing that beyond a shadow of a doubt, I know that love from creator. You said that you love the human, and I really want to play with that for a minute. There is so much, if we look at the news, if we look at the tragedies, if we look at the pain and suffering, there is so much about the human condition that, that can cause concern. So when you say you love the human, are you saying that you love the human in its most idyllic, perfect form, or you love it flawed and messy? What is it that you're loving? I feel embracing it in all expressions because the flawed and messy and the, and the, in the, in the, all its glory are the same because we are all one. And I don't see me any different than the, the addict that I go help in the street that I pull a needle out of their arm than I do going and handing a towel to the master. There's no different. They're the same as I. And in order to deliver a frequency of love and unity, you have to, you, you get to, not have to, you get the opportunity to fall within yourself, to be with yourself and realize that it doesn't matter what in it, these two people that I just talked about, the addict in the street and the, and the master in this temple, they, they may not, um, they may not ever cross paths because of their learned beliefs um, that one's better than the other. And I've experienced this person experienced this personally. Guess what? I I I get the opportunity to hold an open door so they can meet, their energies can meet, and whatever healing can happen, it will happen there. Your consciousness doesn't have to know that happens. Subconsciously, we're all connected and we know that. So if I can bridge a knowing, then I I show up. And they are drastic areas that I show up in, in all areas, but, but I am in a knowing that you're seeding a light that is needed and you're bridging people that need each other that would not talk otherwise, would not share space otherwise. And that right there is a gift. That's right. There is, is, is bringing, um, cause as the energies go, the frequencies go, frequency and vibrations go and, uh, mother earth knows us as that as a frequency, vibration, and energy, not a color, not an addiction, not a behavior. She knows this as a heartbeat, that we all beat the same exact beat without even telling it. That's what she knows. So in order to uh, make a really strong frequency or a really strong um, electrical magnetic field of pure love is to bridge these, these hearts that people forget that they have because their mind is telling them they're separate. Does that make sense? It does. So how would you share with us the best of what you've learned with that? It's like, what would you tell me that I can do or the listener that, that she can do or he can do to be that bridge too, or to be a better form of that bridge and to bring ourselves and humanity healing through what you've learned? Um, that is one of the most, the questions I, I get asked the most um, and my, my experience and example is to 
forget what you've learned and, and start new. I mean, because if you really think about it, the only, the only judgment, the, the wards, all this, this stuff that is, is been created is all from different views. So, so as a collective focusing on, okay, for instance, this might be this is this might might be what you're asking because remember I'm still learning English too. <laughs> I'm still learning. I'm still learning how to communicate. I can communicate with the archangels and the creator and and bring out bring through frequencies. But um, I'm still learning communication. So, um, so your questioning is is I sometimes take it right and I sometimes don't. <laughs> That's what we're trying to teach is lenses, right? We all have our Absolutely. own lenses. <laughs> <laughs> And mine is as a child, so I have to sometimes ask for help um, with my guides. But I've been observing this. When people keep, um, they've come to me, so so my clients, um, they come and they say, I think I'm sick because of this retrograde. I think I'm sick because of the way Mother Earth is. I think I'm sick because of this. I think the wars are because of this. And they keep thinking. They're thinking their self into all of this stuff. And so I'm like, hmm, what would it look like if when we heard something, we sent love instead of added to the chaos? Because the idea that something's happened in the universe or, or the cosmos and something's coming at us is very um, bringing an awareness that there is, there is some, something else out there. However, as a human, we have such a fluctuation and an intense emotion that we affect the outcome more than the than the cause the cosmos ever could because they're harmonious aligned they go they they move they move through everything moves through a vibration it's either attracted or it's not attracted and so by intensifying um past um patternings or or things like that i've found that you're that the people are bringing more of of a chaotic um, emotion or energy mm-hmm. to just natural things that could easily get past, but yet you Facebook it and and everybody's having this an intense emotion of what of what has happened in the past or this intense emotion of what could happen because the scientists said and and that just that doesn't make sense to me because collectively we're so powerful. Yes. And, yes. and so I chat, I, I like offer the opportunity to people to, inst- to like kind of recreate the, the patterning of, of, of the way we think when we're saying, what if that happens? Oh man, no snap. It, it seems like that's what everyone says. Is, oh, it, all their what ifs is, is, is like a negative what if. So cha- <laughs> change it to, you know, what if that was amazing cause, cause the, blast of of pure love and light Mm -hmm. I don't know you know I mean let's change our what ifs to a positive what if (laughs) yeah it's really it really is reprogramming I mean every everybody that I talk to every week on this show everything that I read and do it's all about reprogramming ourselves from past experiences and all that knowledge we've crammed in our head to this more positive uplifting loving what if the amazing happens kind of beings, right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, and 
I, I trust that so dearly. And I think the mo- most pe- more people that come together in the same, um, in the same energy. And it's the thing that I grasp onto is this isn't just an idea of energy. This is, this is a fundamental of energy. Yes. If you are in delight, if you're in this joy, and I found this out with clients and I, I, I have walked into a, a hospital with, with clients that are, that are suffering. And I used to go and, and walk in there and assist them in crossing over. So they were, they, um, were balanced and centered and, 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 and I would go to the suffering with them kind of, cause that's what, that's what, you know, I'm still mirroring people too down here. And, and as I, I went into another person suffering from the same thing and, um, I went in with a joy because he, this man was joyful, even though he was, he was, he was ready to go to the other side. He was really joyful. And so I'm joyful with him. Well, he ended up not, he stayed here with us because his, um, his illness went away. Same illness, but it was how I showed up. It was how he showed up. And so then I started uh, mirroring that and I would go in and, and I get people ask, people ask me when they're, when they're have cancer or, or things like that. They ask, I'm, I'm dying. How can you come in here with this, this joyful energy? And I'm like, just try it with me for a minute. Just try it because what can you lose? Yes. And so they do. And we, the, the, that's why the, my, the outcome and, and my, the people are coming to me is because it's working and it's them, it's them shifting their energy just, just like by this little spark of switching the pattern of what people have told you has to be, or what, um, I've been told to be careful about, about like the symptoms and, and, and what I've done a little bit. So I'm, I'm not supposed to talk about some stuff. Yeah. I understand because we're, we're still in the 3d world in some senses. So I totally get that. But basically what I'm feeling you saying is that you are working with people, the clients, the people that you help, you are shifting the vibration with them. You're, you're showing Mm -hmm. them a possibility for them to step into that higher frequency at which point things transform on the physical level. Yes. And Without talking medical, uh, medical going as much into the medical field, I'll just I'll share with. So when when we do see these clients, um, what I've been told is is that if you were to um, bridge it with somatics or with other other kind of um, theologies that have been kind of observing my work, is they say that I either do like a reset or a template um, that their template is reset or and remember to their, um, innate blueprint. Does that make sense? Yes, absolutely. I've, I've kind of played with that with you a little bit. Just, I mean, just a conversation with you for 10 minutes, I could feel like a completely different person. (laughs) So yes, you hold this really high vibration that, that really allows us to step into miracles to the degree that we're willing and ready and able to do that. Yeah, I I've been I, I've been getting a lot of feedback on that of um of the so my observation is that when we step in a space together and we're co-creating this healing for you and and as soon as you're able to so we'll speak kind of 
of you because we have we have been had the opportunity to share space. So as like you and I step into that, you are surrendering to the light because you're allowing that beautiful light and that frequency to move through you. And then your body is going to find the most um, joyful or happy light or space. And so when I move away, it's going to seek that. And the most amazing thing is it's you, it's seeking. But sometimes your body needs that that um, mirror of what it was like before you came here. And eventually, all of a sudden, you're like, oh, there I am. The rest of the stuff doesn't doesn't fit anymore. I love the way you put that. <laughs> well, so I, I have all these ideas of what people say about how what my what the sessions look like with me. But that like that is exactly how I, I feel is I just hold this space. I hold your hand. I I get to um, um, be a huge part of that part. But as soon as I hit the creator light through my heart, you feel it. Your blueprint starts activating, your design starts remembering your crystal, because your crystalline caves or where your information in the earth um, start remembering. And now it's like, oh my gosh, I can put my footprint, my my handprint right here on Mother Earth, and I'm going to get information not only from above, but from below. And and that is actually how I, I learned to walk again, but um, is is by by learning from what Mother Earth had to tell me. But it has, that's what your body starts remembering. So it's, it's, it gives you an opportunity to let go of the, the energy that's not serving you. So as we, most of us know that your body only can handle so much energy, positive and negative. And, and, and as you're, you're stepping into that white light or the creator light that knows you and that you came from, you, your bodily, your body can't not mirror it. And so it, what it automatically innately does is move out the mistruths, the stuff that doesn't um, serve you any longer. And that is the, that is the intent of the, of the finding you, I guess. I love that. The finding you. That's perfect. <laughs> because somewhere <laughs> underneath all the gunk that we get lost in is the truth of us. And you help us kind of get that out and, and dust it off again and, and shine again. So as I'm listening to you, I'm thinking about all the different ways that we pick up all this gunk, right? And and we we eat the right or wrong foods. We do the right or wrong things. We're too lazy. We're too active. We're too this. We're too that. There's so many messages out there of all the things that we should and shouldn't do to be in our highest and best state. And you describe it more as a falling away of all that stuff. So our highest and best state can simply emerge. So how do you feel about all that messaging and programming and, and like, is there truth in there somewhere or should we just forget about all of it or what? (laughs) <laughs> for me, I, I have asked all those same questions because um, I did get um, my memory all the way lost or wiped out or what, whatever that looks like. But I couldn't remember anything except the white light archangels and the um, ascended masters when I came back. That's all I remembered. I did, um, by, through pictures and things like that, remember my children. Um, emotions are still not... Um, I don't understand them. I love my kids and I, I have a grand love for all things, but I had to um, work in a space of, of knowing my children again and understanding that love that they have, that attachment to love that most people have. 
And then I had a, and then I got the opportunity to go through each each client that I see and see that this attachment to love is is um, one of the core or the source um, emotions that cause illness and cause depression is because um, there's so many emphasis on love that causes you to think that there's one love better than the other, and you live in a lack of. And that's when I started going into the programming and going, okay, well, where did this happen? So if I to go into a body, then I'm guided to go to the core source of the illness. Now we're going to the core source of why is humanity so um, pro- programmable, I guess you might say. And so I I sit in meditation for this time, I think it was six months. This means I, I'll eat a little bit, drink a little bit and go in my room. And I got that clear back when we were this divine spark. Everybody got along and were was exactly the same. Um, life happens, like life came here. We got along, no communication through verbiage at all. And 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 I get to watch all of this creation happen. And then the ego steps in and people start creating this word around love and loving you more. I love you best. I love you be beyond this and above that. And that really is the core to almost everybody's lack of or disharmony in their life. And so I started building building on that, which when I ask for lessons, I usually will get them through other people. So then I got um, through when I was when I was trying to understand this communication breakdown, not only in the body, but with people and 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 the programming and 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 in this adventure I got taken into I got um, the opportunity to go to Taiwan I wasn't thinking about a communication breakdown I wasn't thinking about anything except for I was I was guided to be on this mountain at this certain time and learn from these indigenous and also get to meet Master Quo so I just got on a plane <laughs> I get in the plane and I'm like oh oh snap I don't I don't speak their language <laughs> I'm on, a, <laughs> I'm on this 13-hour flight, and I have no idea how to communicate with people. And you know what? I just did it. I went, and I and um, this lady said um, a couple words that were English that sat next to me, and I realized that I was just fine. The angels were with me, and this lady um, helped me, assisted me through Hong Kong and the other uh, um, Taipei, and, and we get to um, Taiwan, and and a translator showed up. He just happened at the last minute. He speaks English and Spanish and um, Taiwanese. And he came the last minute, decided that he was going to come. And so everything happened just divinely on purpose. Well, that also gave me the opportunity because all these questions that you've asked, it seems like a whole bunch of stuff I'm answering at once, but it, but it's all, it's all like come down to this silent moment as, as I'm sitting on the mountain. I realized that we get in our own way, that we block the feeling through trying to have a better word to explain how we feel, how we see other people, and to have a new idea to be important. And therefore, it's kind of broke down um, our ability to be a really sovereign human and be influenced by other things that we think look better than us, because we forgot that that amazing human or that amazing, um, creation that, that 
you get to look in at the mirror in the mirror every day is you. And then, and then as that happened, I'm like, Oh my goodness, this it's, it, it literally has obviously happened since, you know, we were able to speak and, um, um, communicate. And instead of just feeling, which, you know, that's evolving that's, that's what life happens. But what we get to do is now just go back to that, go back to when it were, when there was no words, when we didn't get in our way and when we didn't get in each other's way. So I started doing that and I found that, that, through that, people got what they needed, not what I thought they needed. They they would sit, and I would say a few words that I was guided to, and I realized people are getting what they what they are needed, or what they needed. So the so then I get asked about the programming again, and I the only thing that I can think to say that this is just so genuine is is go back to that genuine space and take back take back that power that's within you because we don't need a scientist telling us about energy anymore. You know what? We knew it before they did, but it took them to giving us permission to stand in it. And <laughs> that's so true. That's so true. And, and I, I, I found it very interesting that and I love these people that I've been work that been, that have been, um, working side by side with me. And I loved coming to Houston. I had some, the, some doctors, the theology, medical doctors, and you've probably been in those groups and there's such a, such a wide range of people. And they were also accepting, accepting of my story. And they asked amazing questions and we bridged somatics, we bridged some medical fields, some quantum, um, all these different, um, scopes of, of my story. I, I loved it because we could play it in every field and it fit. <laughs> you are because a bridge. You're such a bridge for us to see beyond all of the things we've bought into for so long, because this really is a time of breaking down all the systems that we thought we were building to help ourselves that have actually come to imprison us. And you're showing us how to be free of those, how to release those that no longer serve us and see beyond that. And it's such a great gift. You know, I am honored to, I am so honored to be able to be on your show and to be able to share this information as, as it comes to me. And it's always also through my lens. And, um, um, I do have that pure, that purity, that pure, innocent lens because of, of the reset I got when I, when I died and came back. However, it is it it has been a fun journey to not adopt or adapt to other people's beliefs and 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 when especially when they're all around me. And so what I get to do when one of the fun things is I do is I I'm like Nicole observe where the box that they tell you they're in. So people will come and tell me they're in a box. I'm in this box mm-hmm. and I this beliefs don't fit anymore and how do we get out of the box? <laughs> and I'm all hmm. Then they then they then I I'm like, "You know what?" I, through trying to help you, realized that I got to realize that I was creating my own box. I was creating the box again because of like belief systems that just float around yeah. that that you you start um, applying to your life. And I'm like, get out of that box. I didn't fit in it when you <laughs> created it, when you guys created it for me because they kept trying to put me back in that box. And so I feel like it's really about just just sitting and being in that observed state. And it took somebody saying, oh, I want out of this box. And for me to realize, wow, I, I'm building one around me. It might be a different 
perception, but, but yeah. I'm, 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 I'm kind of doing what I, I tell people not to, you know, we that all happens. do it. I mean, as long mm-hmm. as we're on earth, we keep slipping back into that. I don't care how much we know better, you know, we, mm-hmm. we fall back into it because you're right. It's floating all around us. Yeah. So one thing that's helped me is to um, actively uh, bring awareness to it daily and ask what boxes am I building? Where, what, what wall did I put up? Where did the, you know, and just kind of surf, like surf in your body, seeing if you're holding fear. Uh, It seems like a lot for people because people will ask me all the time, I want to be just like you. How can I be just like you? Like you can't. Because you, you, we're going to show you to be you, <laughs> and, that's, and, and and that's even better because I, you know, you once you stand in your fundamental ray, um, you're unstoppable, you're limitless, and and we come here to experience this limit, this limited awareness, I guess, to find the awareness. So now it's time, it's time to to break free of that, but. Thank you. Thank you so much. Well, time is just time. This thing that we made up that we all play by is flying by. <laughs> so yes. I want to kind of wrap this up with a question I ask all of my guests, which is if there's one parting thought that you'd like to leave us with today. Um, choice keeps coming back to me is, is we're all at choice and true authentic choice Um comes through when you surrender to your past and what you think that you know, because uninfluenced choice is going to bring you into a very harmonious and happy, um, tomorrow and, or the out next hour, it's really up to you to choose that, that joy space. And so to exercise that, what choice means to you, what that looks like, and then play with it say, you know what, today I surrender my knowledge. I surrender what I think I've learned here. Go in silence and ask for that word, what choice really means and bring forth that joy, whatever brings you joy. So that's beautiful. Well, they can reach you at energyhealingbydesign.com, right? Yes. Wonderful. Nicole, thank you so much. I know you're a busy lady flying all over the world, being so much for so many and just thank you so much for taking the time to be here with us today and share your beautiful light and the wisdom that you've gained through your journey. I really treasure you and appreciate that. <laughs> My pleasure. I'm honored. And I, and I trust we will be speaking again. <laughs> Absolutely. Thank you so much for joining us on this week's show. And we'll see you next week on Exploring Possibilities.